everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Healthy Girl Podcast. Today we have a very special guest. He's hot. He's perfect. He's smart. So funny. And he just happens to be my husband. I had to like beg him a little bit to come on the podcast today, but he finally agreed. He's just, um, he's never been on my podcast before. So he's, he's excited though. We're going to talk all about his vegan journey because when we first started dating, neither of us were vegan. I actually was vegetarian and, um, stopped being vegetarian for a little while, but then I went vegan and I, I never thought that he was going to go vegan, but he did. So I wanted to have him on, ask him a little about, a little bit about his vegan journey. Also from like a male perspective, I feel like a lot of the times there's this stigma that men can't be vegan or that it's not manly to, um, not eat meat. So I just, I wanted his perspective and I wanted him to come on and talk to all of you. So Ari, welcome to the podcast. Wow, it was worth coming on just for uh, that intro. <laughs> okay, um, don't get ahead of yourself. Let's let's start with when we first started dating. Do you remember when I was vegetarian? Of course. Of course. What did you think? Did you think I was weird? Um, you know, I don't really ever remember giving it much thought, to be honest. Yeah, because I was I was more of like a junk food vegetarian i ate like pizza mac and cheese pot like mm-hmm. i ate fish which also probably made you think it wasn't too strange yeah um, and you know i as someone who grew up eating kosher not eating meat and chicken out for me was normal anyway so i don't know that i even i mean i obviously knew you were a vegetarian but i don't know that i really even like noticed yeah and i also like it wasn't really a part of my identity as much as like mm-hmm. being vegan is like now it's like being plant-based, being vegan, it's obviously such a big part of who I am. But at the time, it was just like a random thing that I didn't eat meat. So, so yeah, we just kind of normally dated. But then one fateful night, we were out. Mm-hmm. We were in New York City. We were at this like dingy place where they allowed, um, they allowed like underage kids to drink. Um, I'm not going to name drop the place, but it was this place in New York where we're drinking i was so drunk we actually had a great time that night but come around midnight ari ordered chicken tenders to the table and they just looked so good and i i decided to eat one and that was like the end of my two-year-long vegetarian journey so ari was a little bit of a bad influence on me yeah and then i think you broke it like twice after that (laughs) on like crappy chicken tenders also (laughs) (laughs) Those are your weakness, apparently. (laughs) Chicken tenders are apparently my weakness. I think we were at the Botanical Garden. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We were at the Botanical Garden in, were we in New York? Uh Uh-huh. In New York, and they had this, like, shitty cafe, and I ordered chicken tenders, and I was just like, chicken tenders are so good. I'm not going back to being vegetarian, and I just, like, started eating meat again. Um... And Ari would always make this thing. It was like ground beef. What was in it? Do you know what I'm talking about? It was like ground beef, scrambled eggs, and like onion Mm -hmm. or something. Yeah, exactly. And he'd he'd scramble this all together, and it was actually so good. And I'd always eat some of it when he made it. Now, like, that actually repulses me. Um, No offense to anyone who eats that stuff. But um, at the time, I really liked it. And... When you first started college, or was it the end? When did you start being paleo? 
So I started being paleo, I think it was my, either the start of my junior year of college or maybe the summer before my junior year. Why did you go paleo? And what is it for anyone who doesn't know? So paleo is like, um, you're eating tons of like animal products, lots of like meat, fish, eggs. Um, you don't eat like processed sugar and, and things like that. Um, I think that's why I wanted to go paleo is sort of as a way to cut out like processed sugar. Um, cause I, even though I didn't know much about health, I just kind of knew that like that wasn't good for me to be having lots of processed sugar. And like processed food in general. Like I yeah, think paleo yeah. is also about like going back to like how people used to eat without yeah. like junk food. Right. Exactly. Like to the paleolithic era. Right. It's like the caveman diet. The caveman like, diet. Um, so yeah, I did that my uh, junior year of, of college. I have to say, though, oh, there are some aspects of the paleo diet that I am a fan of, like cutting out junk food and not mm-hmm. eating things with a huge ingredient list and keeping it like very like natural, eating foods in their natural state. I think that's great. But there were some dumb rules. like You could eat sweet potatoes, but you weren't allowed to have chickpeas. That just made no sense to me. Yeah, it's true. Do, do you remember the reasoning for that, or it was just like a paleo rule? I don't really remember. There were like no beans or something. Yeah, there were a lot of like strange little rules like that that didn't didn't totally make a lot of sense. And like no rice, mm-hmm. right? No rice, yeah. even though that's a whole natural food. So I guess it was really no grains, but I remember you could eat quinoa. Yeah, I, I think so. Right, because quinoa is technically a seed. Anyway, you were paleo, and guys, he was eating so much meat, so many eggs. How many eggs would you eat in the morning? <laughs> I would have, I think it was either a five or a six egg omelet for breakfast. And then I'd probably make that uh, ground beef creation you were talking about (laughs) every other day or so. And that was another couple eggs with like ground beef and sauteed onions. So a lot of eggs. A lot of eggs, a lot of meat. I just, so when I went plant-based my freshman year of college I didn't even ask him to be vegan with me just just because I knew how much meat he was eating and like how he was just like or what I thought was just like this natural meat eater that I never thought he would even think about going plant-based so I just never even thought to ask him um what did do you remember what you thought when I went vegan like did you judge me You can be honest. I don't, I don't really remember, honestly. You know, I don't... Did you think? What did you think of vegans in general? I don't know that I... I mean, I had, I guess, a roommate at the time who was vegan. You did? Yeah, Rafi. Oh, was vegan shout out to you. Rafi. Yeah. <laughs> so he went vegan, like, I think earlier that same year. And he would make a lot of, like, uh, interesting creations. <laughs> what would Rafi make? I remember, you know what? Like Shout he would, out, yeah. he would like really make things from scratch. Like he would make his own like seitan stuff, which is like if you don't know what seitan is, it's like a vegan protein that's made from wheat, um, kind of like an alternative to tofu or something like that. And that's like a crazy process to like make that from scratch. It like takes hours, um, and like things like that that were really involved. So I just thought it was kind of I probably thought it was a little like strange the whole thing, just because it seemed like everything was such a big ordeal. Um, but I never remember, like, judging you for it. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, you were always, you never like teased me about it mm-hmm. or like you just kind of let me do my thing. However, yeah. so Ari went to University of Maryland at the same time I was going to Michigan State. So we went to separate colleges. We did the whole long distance thing. But when I went to visit him at University of Maryland, I said, how about you just try going plant-based with me for one day? Like, just give me one day. And what did you say to me? Uh, I thought that was absolutely insane. I was like, how could I go a day without my eggs and meat and whatever else? I I thought I would starve and shrivel away. <laughs> and shrivel away. Yeah, he thought I was crazy. And he, you guys, he would not even try going vegan with me for a day. So I just let it go. Didn't bring it up again until Ari's mom, my gorgeous mother-in-law, Greta, she decided to go go plant-based because she had seen all the benefits I had been experiencing and she thought that maybe it would help her and she really just wanted to give it a go. So that, that summer of, maybe it was like 2015, she decided to to go plant-based and Ari was living at home at the time because it was summer he was off from college and what was your thinking like if your mom was cooking you would try yeah you know I guess I was like you know I'm, I'm living at home if she's gonna cook everything and you know might as well might as well sort of try it and and see how it goes and so I get a text from well, first it was from Ari's mom telling me that she wanted to go plant-based, and I was elated. I she was like one of the first people that I helped to go plant-based, and like ever like when I went plant-based, I knew it was my passion to help other people do the same thing. So she was one of my first <laughs> uh, people I converted. I feel like this sounds like a cult, but <laughs> she was one of the first people I really helped, and she never looked back. And I remember her texting me, being so excited. But then I get a text from Ari telling me that he's going to try it as well. And I literally have never been more excited, more surprised, more shocked. Like my dreams had come true. I never in a million years thought that Ari would be open to trying eating a plant-based diet. But but he did. And ever since then, he's never looked back and never really had any problems with it. I think that there were a few times where like after going plant-based, you ate like fish a couple times. Yeah, when I started... Like the first couple of months, especially once I was like back at school in the fall, I feel like maybe once a month or so I'd order order like insomnia cookies or something like that. Um, <laughs> and I mean, it's totally random, but there's like this really good, uh, I think there it's a Peruvian restaurant that was near my house in New York and they had this really good ceviche that was really good. So I would get that sometimes. Um, but after like the first couple of months, it's like I, I didn't really crave any of that stuff anymore. And you know, especially with cookies and things like that, you can get all of that vegan now. So it, it's not, it's not hard to stay vegan while having those kinds of things. And what? So when you first started going vegan, do you remember like your staple? Do you remember like your staple meals and what you were eating to get enough protein? No. You don't remember? <laughs> I remember. You made a oh, huge smoothie every morning. Uh-huh, you yeah, still do. Yeah, that's true. Tell everyone what, what's like in your smoothie. I make like a 900 calorie smoothie every morning, <laughs> which I still kind of do, but it's a few less calories now. I have, it would be like a chocolate peanut butter protein smoothie. I do uh, banana, hemp seeds, uh, 
protein powder, peanut butter, dates. Um, and at the time, I think I'd also put like a cup of oats in there. And a cup of oats. A cup of oats, That's and I would do. Oats, in addition to the peanut butter, <laughs> I would also do chopped almonds in the smoothie as well. I mean, it sounds really good, but again, that's 900 calories. But look, like if you're, if you're a guy listening to this, or if you, you know, you're listening and like whoever, your brother, your dad, your boyfriend, your husband, like your partner, whoever it is, and they're maybe like they're worried about getting enough protein. Maybe they lift weights. They're really into working out. Like you can eat so much protein on vegan diet if you know what you're doing and you have like your staple things that you go to so that that was like i feel like that still is like one of your top breakfasts a good hearty protein smoothie um Uh, yeah i have that pretty much every day um it's a little lean down now i don't put oats in um no more chopped almonds but i mean it's still around 30 to 35 grams of protein every day and lunch i feel like you always did a lot of like you made chickpea tuna and you would have like mm-hmm. whole grain yeah. bread you'd make like a chickpea tuna sandwich which was which was great it's true and i feel like dinner what what would you make for dinner i don't remember i mean lunch definitely like you said like a chickpea tuna or something like that when i was when i first went vegan like i didn't have tofu um or tempeh or seitan or anything like that really although i actually used to have like the seitan bacon that was really good. I'd make that like every day. So yeah, guys, they have vegan bacon mm-hmm. that tastes really good. So you don't have to worry about missing those kinds of things. But now, I mean, that was a long time ago. You've now been vegan for almost seven years. And yeah. so, you know, thinking back to when you first went vegan, it's like kind of hard to to remember the meals. But now we make all kinds of things for dinner. Yeah. Right? Yeah, definitely we, more variety. Have, I have a lot more variety and I'm more open to different things now than I was then. You are more open. I, I give you a lot of credit. You guys, he didn't used to eat any beans, and now I've gotten him to eat true. beans. So that's really opened up a whole, whole new world. A whole new world. <laughs> that's my favorite song I make Ari listen to me singing it all the time. So, So, yeah, now for dinner we have burrito bowls but we use like we make lentil taco meat or we make like tofu taco meat instead of ground beef or we'll do um pasta night and we'll make lentil bolognese instead of meat bolognese we'll do stir fries like asian inspired stir fries with um you can do tofu instead of chicken like just like little changes Uh, you can still make your favorite meals and your favorite food just with little changes and shifts so how did you feel health-wise? Like, what were some of the benefits you experienced after going plant-based? Um, you know, I felt like overall at, at first definitely felt like, I guess, sort of more energy and just like lighter overall. Um, because when you're digesting just plant foods, you know, it's so much easier for your body to digest and it just kind of like, goes through you so you don't a lot more fiber. have that yeah you don't have that same sort of, of heaviness yeah there definitely is a sense of feeling lighter and like having more energy and you also used to have like more digestive issues like heartburn too yeah that's true actually yeah i used to have growing up i had what i thought was just like chest pain and i went to doctors and they had no idea what it was um almost like the same kind of thing that you had danielle um but 
you know, it turned out that it was just like heartburn from the food I was eating. Uh, and when I went vegan, that completely went away. I've only had that literally once since then. And it was after I had an Impossible Burger for the first time. Okay. So when Impossible Burger brought back your heartburn. Yeah. Yeah, we don't see that's like the thing we don't the two of us we don't really eat that much fake meat in that way like yeah. the impossible burger and beyond burger I think that I want to highlight them though because I think they're great options to kind of help transition um, men in particular into a vegan lifestyle because it's so identical to meat. it tastes literally just like it especially I think the impossible burger tastes mm-hmm. just like a regular burger. And if they are interested in trying a plant-based diet, having them try an Impossible Burger, even though it's not the healthiest, like it's much healthier to do like a lentil burger, like a homemade veggie burger or something. It's such a good way to introduce someone into eating vegan. Yeah. And I think one of the things that like turns people off when you give them vegan stuff is that they, like if you give them a lentil burger or something like that, they expect it to taste like a beef burger and it's it's not supposed to. It's supposed to be its own thing, you know. It's, it's right. not supposed to have that exact same flavor. It's supposed to have its own flavors and its own texture. Right. So if, yeah, like if you get a veggie burger at a restaurant, like don't expect it to mimic a, a beef burger. It's not. It's its own situation. Right. Right. So you have to go in with that mindset too. So did you worry about the stigma at all that, like, it's not manly to eat meat? Um, you know, I never, I don't ever really remember thinking or worrying about that. Um, I feel like in that sense, like, I've never really cared to to do what, like, you know, is seen as, like, what you're supposed to do in that sense. So I've, I never really... I never really cared about that. You know, people still, like, like yeah, if I'm having, like, a work lunch with someone or, or something like that, you know, they'll make comments and stuff sometimes. But, I mean, I, I, I don't, it doesn't bother me. I don't care at this point. Yeah, you're very, Ari's very confident about his veganism. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really the key to, one, when you first go vegan, like, people asking you questions and maybe, you know, Especially if you're a guy, you know, maybe a guy would would worry about someone questioning them about how they're going to get their protein and like if they miss me and like, you know, kind of poking fun at them. Um, But I think the key is just staying confident. Like even if maybe you feel the slightest bit of insecurity inside when people ask you that, like fake it till you make it and remain confident on the outside because you showing that you don't care what other people think, that's going to make them not care. If you seem vulnerable and insecure about your decisions, that'll make other people poke fun at you. Right. No, 100%. And some people, you know, a lot of people are just very misinformed, not that they're they're necessarily trying to be offensive or, or trying to make fun, but, you know, people will be like, oh, I heard that tofu gives you, you know, man boobs. It's like, <laughs> I don't, I have tofu every day. They're not here yet. So yeah. <laughs> let me know when they're coming. And look, if tofu uh, caused breast tissue to grow, then um, that would be the cheapest way to get a boob job. It's not, I eat tofu every day too. Let me tell you, my boobs haven't grown. Ari is very, um, he's in good shape and he eats soy every day. So that's definitely, yeah, that's definitely a misconception. And I think also there's this misconception that eating vegan or plant-based is like rabbit food. 
like carrots and lettuce and that there isn't right. a heartiness to it there it's not satisfying that that there's this stigma that meat is the only thing that's satisfying as part of a meal and that you need that in order to complete complete your plate but you really don't because there's so many amazing hearty vegan meals out there that you can make that are so satisfying and that leave you not missing anything right and i think that one of the mistakes that people make is you know if they're trying to eat plant-based you know maybe before they were having a salad with you know grilled chicken on it and they just cut out the grilled chicken and so then they're left with a salad which is is really uh it's food that has very low calorie density so you know you're not actually eating a lot of calories so you're not going to feel very full Um, so it's about learning how to you know maybe replace that with tofu or have some some beans in there or something like that that's more satiating good point that's a really good tip right because we're so used to just thinking even the vegan options at restaurants they'll mark something as this is vegan if you remove the cheese the meat and okay what are we left with iceberg lettuce that's not going to fill anyone up however again like you said if you take that salad and then add satiating things to it like nuts seeds maybe lentils maybe some grilled tofu and like a delicious sauce you could even add quinoa you could add rice like there's so many ways to make a meal satisfying so so yeah those are those are kind of our tips and ari's journey and now we yeah we've been vegan together for the past seven years we love it it's now um it's now not just a health choice like at first it was we both went vegan for our health um but now it's you know all encompassing absolutely have you you do you consider yourself an ethical vegan yeah i I definitely would at this point like i would definitely um I mean, I don't wear leather or anything that's like made with animal products. Um, I would definitely rather eat something that's, you know, junk food that's vegan than than junk food that's not vegan. So I would I would definitely consider myself an ethical vegan at this point. Yeah, and I feel like we're both compassionate people in general, and are very like loving and affectionate, and we both really love animals too. And I feel like at this point, we just can't really imagine eating them. At least that's how I feel. Yeah, 100%. Like when we see a piglet, you guys, I mean, I'm saying we. When I see a piglet, I just want to hold that piglet and pet it. I don't, I don't view it as bacon or pork or something that I would eat. Yeah. Yeah. So thanks for tuning in. I hope that this was helpful. I hope you liked hearing from Ari. If you liked this podcast, um, leave me a DM if you want to hear more from my cute husband. (laughs) Um, I love chatting with him. Obviously, he's my best friend. So sitting here and just talking with him and having a conversation is so fun for me. And if you could rate, leave a review, subscribe to the podcast, it would mean so much to me. Um, And one more note, the Go Nana's Healthy Girl collab, our fudge brownie banana bread is almost sold out. Go Nana's just told me that we have very, very, very low stock left. So if you want to try the Healthy Girl Go Nana's fudge brownie vegan gluten-free banana bread mix, then you gotta get it now because it's gonna be gone. And if you've already bought it, thank you so much for your support. But if you haven't, I'm so excited for you to try it. It basically, just like you would buy a boxed cake mix, this is a 
pre-measured uh, banana bread. So you get all the dry ingredients in the bag and all you do is add a couple of wet ingredients. It's the easiest thing ever if you're not like big into baking or you're kind of like lazy when it comes to desserts, this is the mix for you. And I can't wait for you to try it. I will talk to you next week, besties. Bye.